0: I'm your host, Coach Todd Hall's, and we are here today talking about the power of ideation. And we'll get into it in a minute just what exactly that is. But felt um, compelled to do this one just because you know um, because we're, we're faced with with opportunities to uh, expand our thinking, to grow, to change, to to ideate essentially. And so I'm excited to share this with you and we'll just go a little bit deeper into what is ideation. So it refers to the literal action of forming ideas. It's a process in which you generate ideas and solutions through creative techniques, uh, like sketching, uh, prototyping, and brainstorming. In other words, ideation refers to the process of developing and conveying prescriptive ideas to others, typically in a business setting, Those involved in the ideation process can be anyone from low level employees to to the CEO, from customers to stakeholders. Ideation works to uncover thoughts from past or present experiences, knowledge, external influences, opinions, convictions or principles. So the more diversity you have in the room, the better. Ideation is also the third step in the design thinking process. So what is design thinking? Design thinking is a process that teams use to understand users, challenge assumption, redefine problems, and create solutions to prototype and test. It involves five stages. Empathize, define, ideate, prototype, and test. (laughs) Global heavyweights like Google, Apple, Airbnb. They've been using this process to gain status and become a driving force in the business world. So why is design thinking so important? Well, professionals from a variety of fields, from architecture to business, uh, they need to embrace this process of design thinking. Uh, Doing so will help address human needs in the modern age and continue pushing the boundaries uh, of innovation. Ideation helps teams gain a deeper understanding of design principles, social psychology, technology, and society. So let's talk about these five stages of design thinking. Stage one, empathize. That's first. This stage allows participants to begin gaining an understanding of the problem they're trying to solve through research. Empathy is crucial to human-centered design because it will enable you to set aside your own assumptions and gain insight into your users and their needs. Stage two, define. Once you've collected observations, data, or other information about your users, you must analyze the information to define core problems. If I had an hour to solve a problem, I'd spend 55 minutes thinking about the problem and five minutes thinking about the solution. Albert Einstein. So, we recommend the Madlib Madlib formula for problem solving. Now, if you're not familiar, the Madlib uh, formula, it's just, it's a simple way to help articulate a problem by using this formula. It goes something like this, the user needs blank because blank, or blank needs blank because blank. Let me give you an example, Um, Jane needs coaching, because Jane likes clarity. Or Darby needs a new routing method because it's taking too long when adjustment is needed. See how simple it is just to plug in uh, the the name, what they need, what the problem is. Now that's the Madlib formula. So plug those in and then follow that up with um, creating how might we questions. So you move on to creating a how might we question by you, you use your Madlib formula statement, and then you simply uh, create a question starting with how might we to address the problem. So if we were to create, in this process, we I recommend you create five to 10 how might we questions for each Madlib statement, uh, and then go down the list to generate ideas. Ensure that your how might we questions allow for a variety of solutions. If they don't, then broaden them. So a couple examples from the examples I gave you, right? Jane needs coaching because Jane lacks clarity. Well, uh, an HMW question might be, how might we help Jane get clarity? A second option. How might we select a coach for Jane? In the Darby example, Darby needs a new routing method because it's taking too long when adjustment is needed. So how might we make routing more efficient for Darby? or how might we support Darby in selecting a new routing method? See how simple those HMW questions can be, but it it, it fosters thinking about the problem. That leads us to stage three, the ideate stage. This is the stage where you start generating ideas. The background you'll gain from the previous steps will allow you to enter your user's headspace with a definite problem in mind so you can start identifying possible solutions. A big part of the ideation stage involves brainstorming, a a term you're likely already familiar with, but let's review it so we're all on the same page. What is brainstorming? Well, brainstorming is a method used to generate ideas to solve a clearly defined problem. In controlled conditions and a free-thinking environment, Teams can use brainstorming to create synergy and pull the best ideas from a collection of great minds. Proper brainstorming often has a facilitator, rules in place to keep things on track, and, and this is key, and a judgment-free atmosphere. How do we start? I'll begin with a brief. Why? Well, your team should all be on the same page when you get started. Share all data and insight you have about the problem beforehand, via email or physical handout. Then begin your session with a quick brief. Consider writing your question or problem where everyone can see it. This will help maintain focus on the task at hand. As you're doing this, embrace differences. Everyone has different ways of thinking, Uh, Some people need visuals, others need words, some need the internet, others don't. Some don't want any distractions, some want quiet, others prefer chaos. So embrace differences. Before you gather your team to brainstorm, be mindful that each person has their own method and collect the supplies you need to support each individual. A large whiteboard, post-it notes, pens, notepads, all these things are a good start. Next. (laughs) Ask stupid questions. (laughs) We're all afraid of of looking silly, right? But this is a time when you need to leave your ego at the door. I'm going to repeat that. When you're brainstorming, leave your ego at the door. The obvious, the quote unquote obvious, isn't always obvious. There are many common beliefs or understandings that we don't question due to familiarity or a lack of other options. When we ask, quote-unquote, stupid questions, we're able to question the status quo, to gain perspective, to reformulate our beliefs, and put ourselves in a better space to find a solution. As you're doing this aim for quantity, remember, quantity breeds quality. So let this be the time to get all your ideas on the table. Well, sift, sifting and sorting come later. Right now, get everything out. Don't leave, don't hold anything back. All ideas out on the table. <clears throat> and create a SWOT analysis. So this tactic, it's an easy way to break down an issue into four segments that can help you think more deeply. And, and SWOT is simply an acronym. It's strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. So try doing this as a group or, or break the group up into smaller teams and, and work through each of the four segments as a team. Piggybacking on ideas is, a, is another uh, key method to employ. I- encourage building on one another's ideas. This process of association allows new ideas to be triggered as a way to spark piggybacking. Try discouraging the word but and replacing it with the word "and," and I've talked about this before. Whenever, whenever you use the word "but," it almost is—it shuts down ideas and shuts down conversation. Um, for instance, um, I'll use one getting fit one that I use frequently. I I want to get in shape um, and start going to the gym, but I have two toddlers at home. So you see how I want to get in shape but I have toddlers, it stops the conversation. What if I looked at it different ways? I, I wanna get in shape and go to the gym and I have two toddlers at home, right? Suddenly it doesn't shut down a conversation. It just, it opens it up like, oh, now we have a problem to think through. So piggyback on one another's ideas. As you do that, the ideas are gonna expand and create more opportunities for more ideas. Oftentimes visuals are gonna help. So, create visuals, some diagrams or photographs, charts, and an imagery you have about the topic. All these can spark ideas. Also, if someone has an idea that isn't coming across to others in the room. And I'm sure I've experienced this, uh, particularly with with my wife. Um, I'll share an idea and um, it just doesn't land, right? So uh, rather than getting frustrated, just ask them, to try explaining it another way. Ask them maybe to draw a sketch of it, draw it out, for instance. Um, that might help, but to ask the person who's sharing their idea, if it's not coming across, to try and come about it in a different way. Be ready for roadblocks. So we're gonna try an activity to get the creative juices flowing. Ask participants, everybody in the room, right? Um, ask them to take 10 minutes to list ways that the world would be different if metal were like rubber. So doing this is gonna help st- help step outside of your typical mindset. We all fall into the trap of sticking to familiar patterns and recipes for problem solve. Why? Well, because patterns allow us to reduce our cognitive load, AKA the effort that we put into problem solving. For the ideation process to work, each participant must be self-aware and open-minded to ideas that they might not normally come up with. So let's discuss some characteristics that can be adopted in practices to help spark ideas. Here they are, embrace the following characteristics. Adapt, broaden your perspective and extend your thinking as new input gets generated. Next, connect. Learn to take two seemingly unrelated concepts and bring them together to create new possibilities. Disrupt, overturn the status quo to help rethink conventional approaches to problems. Dream, visualize a new kind of reality by turning abstract needs into pictures or stories, thereby allowing room for invention. Experiment, embrace curiosity enough to take risks and be eager to learn new information. Identify patterns, spot common threads of meaning in the world around you. And finally, be uncomfortable, try something new, often. (laughs) I love this one, find the worst possible idea. So this method within the ideation process encourages the team members to purposely, purposefully sorry, seek the worst solutions they can come up with. This exercise is meant to relax them, boost their confidence, and stoke creativity. Moreover, by searching for downright awful ideas, participants are able to loosen up, think less narrowly, and step over the line of looking silly right away. Look around the room. Don't forget about your introverts. In brainstorming sessions, it can be easy for the extroverts to rule the conversations. Uh, but be sure, be sure that we're drawing those introverts out. If you've got a facilitator, make sure that they're aware of, of who hasn't spoken yet and make sure they encourage everyone in the room to participate in a way that they feel comfortable. Follow these steps for ideation. Get the ideas flowing. Uh, Open up your your problem-solving freeway. It's it's all right here. If you'd like a list of resources used in in gathering information for this presentation, hey, just shoot me an email, todd at coachtoddhalls.com, and I will be glad to share them with you. I'm so glad you were here today. Thank you so much. If you would like to... uh, get involved in our newsletter or just receive emails about upcoming events, maybe even schedule time uh, for a uh, uh, exploration chat with me. Uh, just go to toddhalls.life to do so. Um, and that's it for today. Thank you so much for being here and for tuning in. Hey, remember, wh- whatever your huge goals are, whatever big audacious dreams you have, you can. I believe in you. Until next time, peace. Well, thank you so much for listening. For even more on turning trials into triumphs and seeking and embracing success, go to toddhalls.life. That's toddhalls.life. And I look forward to serving you. Until next time, be strong, be bold, be humble, stay healthy, stay hopeful. Peace to you.